Welcome back to the program. I'm Rubina Ahmed Huck, and this is On Point. One story that I have been talking about for months now is food inflation. We know that the cost of buying food continues to go up. The inflation numbers tell us that. If you look at certain items like red meat, pasta, eggs, milk, basics, right? Things that you buy without even really putting them on a list. You go to the grocery store and their eggs, milk, and bread is just on the list. You don't really think about not buying that. Have gone up double digits in price year over year. Groceries are up on average about 9% year over year. And if you really drill down, for example, pasta is up 19% year over year. And, you know, I talk about personal finance uh, in my regular life. <laughs> I'm a personal finance journalist. And one of the things that I often have said is that, you know, people will say, well, what can we do to cut back on costs? And I'll say, you know, I can tell people all the time, don't go to a restaurant, don't go on that vacation, don't buy that more expensive car, don't do that renovation. But I can't tell a family, don't buy food for your family. I can't tell a parent that. That is not uh, not an option at all. It's not even something that you you, you should even entertain. And the fact that families are going into grocery stores and having these heartbreaking decisions to make, whether they can afford this or that, um, is, is, is becoming more prevalent. And with the provincial election around the corner, uh, it's an issue that has been brought up with how is the next premier going to deal with food insecurity in this province? And how are we going to make sure that families have fresh fruits and vegetables, food for their families so that they can feels food secure because being food insecure uh, means not knowing where your next meal is coming from. And that, as anyone can imagine, is a very vulnerable place to be. I wanted to bring in our next guest, Amanda King. She's Feed Ontario's Director, Network and Government Relations, uh, to talk more about what she wants the next premier and what she wants addressed on this campaign trail uh, when it comes to food insecurity. Welcome to the program, Amanda. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, I wanted to first start by asking you, what are you asking our leaders uh, right now when it comes to food insecurity in this province as we head into this next election and and we we wait to see who's going to be our next premier? Yeah, so we are actually putting out a, a big call to all candidates and ultimately um, the next provincial government and premier, which is to reduce poverty in our province. Um, as you've touched upon, um, the cost of living is going up and that is putting substantial strain on already tight budgets. Um, we know all too well that um, there is more than enough food in the province, but we are finding more and more families and people simply do not have enough income or access to income to purchase the food that they need. Um, so we've put out a, a call. Um, what we're saying is to... Um, kind of threefold. So one, and what we call legislative poverty. So when we look at the social safety net in our province, we see very stagnant, frozen um, social assistance and an ever-increasing cost of living. So we want immediate increases to Ontario's social assistance programs. The second is affordable housing. So in addition to um, groceries and, you know, how do you tell a family to not pay for groceries, equally, how do you tell someone to, to not pay their rent or, or other basic living costs? So we want are calling for more investments in affordable housing. And, and this third is what we call decent jobs for all. So um, ensuring that jobs are providing a living wage, as well as other labor um, supports and uh, policies that include things like paid sick leave, uh, particularly during pandemics and, and other times of heightened um, need and public safety, um, as well as just um, other 
kind of key considerations that ensure quality employment is available for everyone who is able to work. Now, there are certain parts of the province that are more food insecure, and this uh, storm that happened last weekend has really um, uh, sort of lifted the lid on some of the places that are feeling um, even more vulnerable. Uh, They they already were in a precarious position and now um, having the effects of the storm, maybe not having power for some time. Can you tell us about regions in Ontario that are more food insecure um, and why that may be, why those regions may be that way? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure I'd actually phrase it as more food insecure. I think food insecurity is very, very complex and it is directly linked to poverty. And food insecurity, too, is not just inclusive of access to food, but it's also access to nutritious food, culturally appropriate food, as well as things like distance and accessibility of food. Um, but that being said, um, different areas of the province certainly feel the um, pressure caused by inflationary increases much more severely. And, and and it's not specifically that it is, um, you know, regional, but rather when you look at the cost of living in different areas of the province, like cities like Ottawa or Toronto, many families are already um, trying to, you know, stretch an already tight budget. And when that cost goes up or continues to go up, it just stretches it further and further, especially in areas where the cost of living is higher than maybe other areas of the province. But things like minimum wage or social assistance or other income is relatively the same. Um, In terms of the storm, this certainly put pressure on on a lot of communities, not just in terms of folks um, having additional costs, maybe related to storm damage or or, um, losing food that they had purchased, especially if that's food that they were already struggling to afford, but also for food banks. Um, Food banks also lost power and are having to rapidly replenish their reserves in order to meet that need in the community. One of the things that I often hear is people donate uh, the wrong types of items to food banks. Is there a way that uh, people who want to donate, who have the privilege of being able to afford to donate, uh, can do so in a way that benefits the recipients at the food bank uh, the best? Yeah, there's lots of different ways that that you can donate. So kind of as a general rule of thumb, we um, typically advise whatever you're purchasing for yourself or your family is a a great um, item to provide to a food bank. Um, Food banks across the province do accept fresh food. So you can drop fresh food directly off of the food bank. You don't want to put that in the donation bin at the grocery store, though, um, as well as staple products. In addition to that, um, you can contact your local food bank and ask them specifically what items they need and kind of the preferences or or needs of the community and and, um, provide those items. Or third is food banks do accept monetary donations, and that provides them with a lot of flexibility to purchase fresh fresh foods or supplement um, different products that they might be running low on. Is there a a website or somewhere where if anybody wanted to make a monetary donation, they could do so quickly and, and from the comfort of their home? Absolutely. So you can donate to Feed Ontario at www.feedontario.ca. On our website, we do have a a donate button, but we also have a find a food bank um, function. So you can look up your local food bank as well, um, or of course, search for your local food bank online. Amanda, thank you so much uh, for joining us on the program today and for uh, telling us what is happening uh, across the province and what you're hoping the uh, candidates do for uh, Ontarians as we move past this election and, and um, obviously the effects of the pandemic and food inflation um, continue to plague many families. And all of a sudden, 
with all the federal supports taken away and a lot of the emergency supports that were there during the pandemic, it's become even more precarious for so many individuals who who have gone into debt or have not been un, unable to work. So I really appreciate you and, and the work that you do. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. And thank you for having me. That's Amanda King. She's Feed Ontario's Director, Network and Government Relations, talking about the situation of food banks in this province right now and what they're asking all the major party candidates to talk about when it comes to food insecurity in this province. Uh, with the the, um, the storm that happened this weekend, many food banks are out of power. Uh, they've been unable to serve the people that need to be served. And so there is a great need uh, to, to help those individuals uh, that have already been suffering because of all the effects of the pandemic and the uh, and inflationary pressures, um, not, not just now because of the storm and not just now because of the pandemic, but for, for the months and years to come, there's always people in need that you can uh, donate to if you can if you can afford to. Uh, I'm Rubina Ahmed Huck. This is On Point. We'll be back after a quick break. <laughs> 